Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi, friends. How are we doing? It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. How was Christmas? How is your, what are your plans for New Year's tonight? Um, have you eaten lots of food and not felt bad about it? All of these things are important and we need Very answers important. to them. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we took a break off last week and it was Chelsea's husband's idea. And honestly, it was an amazing idea. And it was actually kind of nice not to have to worry about mm-hmm. um, last minute. We So you guys all know, I had like a crazy end of the semester getting grades in and figuring all that stuff out. And Chelsea had 35 million reports that she had to do. And so, so many. It was it was lots of stuff. And so we didn't have a chance to record what we were. We were going to do a Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe episode, and we both reread it. But we just didn't have time. And that's okay. And we figured you guys would be fine with that. Yeah. So hopefully well, you are we, fine we, with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, we thought about recording um, while I was in Arizona because I went down to visit family. But, you know, when you're going down for Christmas, you, we just wanted to hang out and have fun and hang yeah. out with family. So... Forgive us, but also if you don't, that's okay because we did it anyways and there's no going back in time. So this is our podcast. We can do whatever whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. fun to hang out. We didn't get as much alone time as we wanted. So I think we took one picture. Chelsea, you'll have to send me the picture so I can upload it. We took yes. one picture together like Christmas night at like eleven PM. <laughs> just sitting on the couch like right before I went home. Oh, but it was fun. So I booked Taryn a flight to come visit me in March. I know. (laughs) I'm so excited. I just texted my mom and told her, and she was like, "Yay!" Here's the thing: is like we said goodbye the day before I left, and both of us were just like, "Yeah, that just wasn't enough. It just didn't quite, didn't quite give me the Taryn fix that I needed. I didn't get the Chelsea fix that I needed. It's hard when we both live like." I live in Arizona, like right by Chelsea's family. Like Mm -hmm. my mom lives in the neighborhood next to Chelsea's family. And so it's hard when like everybody's in town and we don't really have a chance to like do a lot by ourselves because it's Christmas weekend. Like obviously you're spending it with your family and I had stuff with my family and she had stuff with her family. So I went and bothered her family a couple of times. Totally. just showed up and was like, hello. I'm not your child, but here I, here I am. <laughs> and Taryn and I were on the same team for a couple games and we just like crushed it. It was amazing. We destroyed them. Yeah. We are, just have this connection. We were doing like a charades <laughs> game. And I, and I, how many did we get? They were, there was oh, like, we killed we, it. There was like one round and we got like 30 points just between the like, two of just us. In that one thing. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was so fun. Oh, man. <laughs> um, something fun that both of us got, we post about it, but we both got new microphones. We're still figuring so it out. Excited. Yeah, Honestly, we just, did, we just did a two-minute test run. We still, we don't know what we're doing, but hopefully over time, um, we can figure out how to give you guys just slightly better audio. Not that it's been bad. Like, we have come a long way. Our first mm-hmm. four episodes were recorded on our phones. And so, you can tell. And... <laughs> But, like, sometimes our phone episodes are not even our worst audio episodes. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There are other there are other ones that for some reason just our settings are off or whatever. So 
for all of you who have listened to every single episode, what a trooper. You are what fantastic and amazing. I don't even want to listen to all of those episodes. Oh, man. I do have one important shout out that I have to give um, because he's been hounding me about it. So my stepdad fixed a couple things on my car a little bit ago, and I asked him what he wanted in return. I still need to buy him lunch, but he said he wanted to shout out on the podcast. So David, my stepdad, <laughs> shout out to David. He um, fixes all of my car stuff because I yeah, you- know nothing. I feel like every other time I call you, you're like, I'm on my way for Dave to like change my oil. And I was like, oh, okay. That was only, that was only recently. I had like four things that needed to be fixed. And I was going to go spend like $600 at the dealership to get it fixed. And he was like, I can fix that. He's like, just buy this, like buy the actual parts and I can do it. And I'm like, okay. So he saves me my like arm. hundreds of dollars. I still need to buy him and my mom dinner. So... Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Dave. Dave's super cool. Um, so now Dave and Jessica both have both have shout, shout outs. outs. <laughs> we can make Dave a regular shout out as well. Dave, have you even listened to an episode? I don't even know if you have. So he'll never even know if you gave him the shout out. <laughs> he asks my mom <laughs> every time an episode comes out. He's like, "Did I get my shout out?" So he knows that he's not getting it. But oh we haven't recorded. I told him like we haven't recorded an episode since. He fixed my car. Mm-hmm. Like we had so many like saved up and then we didn't do one last week. And so, yeah. So now Dave, this is your official shout out. Um, Dave likes cars. He watches Formula One and hockey. That's it. That's Dave. I mean, there's so much more to Dave, but that's all. We're so much that's more. All we got. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, uh. what are your New Year's plans? Because the day that we're releasing this, not on a Tuesday. We're releasing it on Friday. Weird. Um, the last day of 2021. Do you have New Year's plans? Um, I'm. I know that we have plans to hang out with friends. What exactly that entails, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend who I'm like desperately waiting for her boyfriend to propose because he was supposed to do it a week and a half ago, and then Rachel accidentally screwed up the proposal. So he's been like waiting to propose and he's coming down. So they do long distance. She lives in Utah. He lives in Idaho, but he's coming down for New Year's. And so I'm like desperately hoping that he'll propose while he's down here so that I could be there. But it's fine. It's whatever. That's exciting. I love proposals. (laughs) Speaking of proposals, Andrew and I are going, we leave today. I need to pack still. I need to do lots of things before we leave. <laughs> but um, we are going to the cabin that we were staying at when he proposed to me last year. Oh, So we can go back to the spot that he proposed, where he proposed to me. That's so cute. Yeah. It's also snowing up there, which I haven't seen snow this year or last year. So I'm excited about that. Probably less exactly. exciting for you. But when I never get it, because it is still, I, it is still only like 50 degrees. It was so nice. In the part of the day. It is very nice. But part of me wants it to be a little, just a little bit colder. Because it feels like fall. Not winter. So, mm-hmm. I would like a slight, I know we're not going to get the four seasons. We get hot and not as hot. Less hot. But... <laughs> 
Oh, well, I can dream. One day we will live near each other, Chelsea. Chelsea came over on Monday for like, that was the last day that I saw her. And I had to make Mm -hmm. like three different things for a family party. So she just came and went grocery shopping with me and then sat while I cooked. And I was like, wouldn't it be so nice if we just lived next to each other and we could just do that whenever? It was just like, so hey, come over fun. and make dinner with me, and we our families can eat dinner together. What? Can you I imagine? Just, and can you imagine if we had enough time hanging out together that we were just like casually went to the movies? Can you imagine? I haven't casually gone to a movie with you in years. Because our time together is too precious to sit and look at a screen. Yeah, unless it's a very good movie. Yeah, that's true. But it's hard to be worthy of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Chelsea, what has been one of your favorite memories from the year? Oh. Oh, good question. Good question. Favorite memory for the year. Oh. Okay. um, I went skydiving in May. I think that's... did Did I know this? I'm pretty sure we talked about it on an episode. Did we? we did a work we did a work retreat to Moab. Oh I, yes. Okay, sorry. I momentarily thought that you went skydiving and didn't tell me. No, but I we just went, have a bad memory. <laughs> we went skydiving in Moab, and I feel like that was super fun, but also like a big step for me where I was like yeah, terrified. It was scary and I did it and it was so fun. So would you go again? I would. I don't think Coleman would, but I would. Wow. That's that's funny to me. I feel like that would be the opposite. You would think, but Coleman's body like got a huge adrenaline dump, and because you can't like move or get out of your system, it made him like really sick. Oh, so uh, well, fun Coleman tidbit: if you're gonna do something that gives you an adrenaline rush, you have to like find a way to get your energy out and use the adrenaline, or it might make you sick. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done anything on purpose that require that has been that much of an adrenaline dump. I'm not not a fan of doing anything, so <laughs> I don't really come across that problem very often. Yeah, I I was very surprised that I enjoyed it more than he did. But yeah. Eh. No. What about you? What's one of your favorite memories from the year? Without sounding cheesy, recording our first episode together. <laughs> okay, that's I fair. know. I'm sorry. I did like and no, skydiving's probably way more important, but <laughs> I we had been we've talked about this so much. So I'm going to tell you the mm-hmm. same story, but just pretend like you haven't heard it, okay? We have talked about like we we had brought it up and like tossed the idea back and forth for a while and when we finally just like shadow and bone was coming out, we wanted that to be our first episode anyway. So we just, in a matter of days was like, let's record a podcast. And the first time that we recorded, I was in my closet in the dark (laughs) and I like was crisscross applesauce, like in this three by three, like naughty, like three by two little like spots sitting on top of your shoes. I was, yeah, like I was snuck in there because I had read somewhere that you needed like better sound, whatever. And now I just don't even care. I'm in my very tiled, very plain living room and that's it because I, I'm sick and tired of sitting on the ground. Yeah. But 
we finally just recorded it. And the first episode that we released was the first thing we ever recorded. We didn't do any Mm -hmm. trial episodes. We didn't do any practice. It was just, okay, let's talk about the book. And it was terrible. But it was so fun. (laughs) Not that we're like a lot better now, but it's so like, I almost want to go back and listen to that episode again and just see how far we've come. Because I feel like we've gotten better at um, like we've researched sound and we got new microphones and now this is our Mm -hmm. second microphone. And so I just I think that was a big I needed and I know you needed we both needed a project And I feel like our relationship has developed a lot this year. I read more books this year than I ever have in a year in my entire life. Even that my like height of reading, I've never like consumed so much literature. Like, so it's been, it's just been so fun. So that was just the start of, I don't know. It's just a fun memory. Like that's something that I'll always remember. And of course there were other happy, wonderful things. Like I got a new job this year and it was my first like full calendar year with my husband and hey, there's lots of good things, fun birthday stuff, just like fun, happy things. But this is fun. And then like a couple months later, we're like, Hey, um, I want to do this more often. Can we make this a weekly podcast? And then now we have a weekly podcast and we've it's only actually pretty crazy. Week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we've only completely skipped one week is just impressive. Like that's that's amazing to me. Like I don't care if anybody else cares about it. I'm proud of us. So yeah. that's my cheesy we- favorite memory of the year. <laughs> oh. That's so fun. This has been <laughs> such a fun year. Like we've just we've done a lot and I've really enjoyed it. And one day we will be in the same state and record an episode together. <laughs> That's the thing is we haven't recorded a single episode together, which is kind of crazy. And I've seen you. I went up in May. Did you come down? I went down. I went down. You went down for twice. I went down for Father's Day and I went down one other time. But we didn't get to do a lot. Mm Mm-mm. Well, in case you guys can't tell, the theme for this episode is our (laughs) 2021 wrap-up. Which is why we're also the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Also, why we are not releasing it on a Tuesday is we thought it'd be fun to actually release it the end of the year. Um, We've done a lot this year. I think I doubled the number of books I read this year compared to last year. I I read fifteen books last year, and I will finish. I think fifty-seven before, at least fifty-six by Friday. So, like, I know a lot of other people read, like, over 100 books, but we don't really care about numbers. No. It's just growth. And yes. from 15 to 56. Is crazy impressive. <laughs> that's almost you four read a times. lot this year, too. Yeah, I think you I'm going to finish the year around 80, 80, definitely 81, maybe 82. So, and I think last year I read 35. So kind of crazy super crazy yeah so we thought for this episode we're just gonna go through some of our most liked some of our not as favorited books that we've read this year for each of us um as a general statement there will be spoilers in this episode yeah this is just we're recapping like a bunch of books that we've talked about so we're not going to go into like heavy detail, but like to tell 
to tell you why I disliked a book, I need to tell you why it's in the book. So yeah. So just yeah. so you know. So if you are like, crap, I don't want to have any of these books spoiled. We'll tell you goodbye now. We love you. You're beautiful and amazing. Start the new year off right. Don't set stupid expectations for yourself because mm-hmm. it, that's dumb. Just keep living your life. Be the best you. All of the things, all of like the motivational Pinterest quotes. Yeah. Drink more water. <laughs> Drink, yes, I will tell you to do that. Drink more water. I got a Stanley Cup from a student and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would never pay for it, but if you want to give it to me, I'll take it. Okay. <sighs> okay, so we, <laughs> sorry for my, I, I'm not sick anymore, but you know that lingering cough, it's still here. Mm-hmm. So the occasional like, <clears throat> like I'm fine. Um, We tried, so we did f- our five top or five of our liked, five of our disliked, and then for each of us, and we tried to pick different books. So we have like 25 different books that we're going to bring up. And the ones that we liked and disliked, most of them are not ones that we have reviewed. So we didn't want to come in and talk like, you already know how we felt about the books that we reviewed. So if you're like, oh my gosh, but you loved this book. Like, okay, yes, we know. And so you already know. So that's not why we're not putting it on our list. Yeah. And then Chelsea made her list first and I made mine second. So some of hers. I got some of the best. (laughs) Yeah. But I had to go through the other ones and be like, okay, crap, what other books did I like? And the books that are in the dislike. Not all of them are like, I hated this book. It's just some of them made me mad. And so it's like like a specific is the right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a specific aspect of books that I didn't love. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's where most of my dislikes come from is I actually enjoyed most of these books. Yes. But there's an aspect to it that I was like, yeah, didn't love that. Not my favorite. Yeah. And then we did pick five of our favorite books to review. Maybe we have reviewed. Yeah, we have reviewed. So maybe not like our all-time favorite books of the year, but five of the funnest episodes that we reviewed. Yeah. Okay, Chelsea, should we start off with disliked first and then we can end with all the happy things? I was going to suggest that too. (laughs) It's like we're friends or something. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Okay. (laughs) You can go first. Give me one. Disliked. I went back and I reread all of Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus. Um. Guys, I love Rick Ruin, love those books, but The Lost Hero is a struggle sometimes because there's no Percy. There's no <laughs> Percy in that book. I feel like if they're even if they're just been like a um epilogue where you like saw Percy or something, but just like and you knew Percy was going to be in the series, like it acknowledges mm-hmm. him. And the fact that he just wasn't in the book was a real struggle for me. So that was the first one on my list was just, I I couldn't get over the lack of Percy Jackson in The Lost Hero. <laughs> the Percy Jackson series. <laughs> yeah! I, I felt the same way, especially since like those first three characters, not all of them were my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. I love when Leo comes in. We both have loved Leo for many years. Leo's one of my favorite fictional characters. Yep. I love him. So, but like Jason, I still have like mixed feelings about, and he was one of the main characters. But I did mm-hmm. like, I I did like in that shift from the original five books to this next five, adding in the change of perspective. 
that was pretty fun. Because yeah, the first I would one's agree with that. that. Everything's from Percy's perspective. Everything is from Percy's. It's point been a of hot view. minute since I read those. I should reread those. That'd be fun. Uh, what's so the first one on your list? Um, just like okay, one of the first, the first one <laughs> on there is Ruin and Rising from the Shadow and Bone trilogy by Lee Bardugo. <laughs> Here's the thing, I we talked about this i flew through those books like i read all three of them in probably a week and a half which i could have done it shorter but again i was working two jobs and like life was crazy so the fact that i read them that fast obviously i was into it and i enjoyed it but i still i'm waiting for the moment in the series if it if it gets that far for mal to say i am become become a a blade (laughs) Still, and just I cannot do it. I also, yeah, I just, and maybe it's a weird translation thing, and it was trying to make it like feel like it had been translated from something else. But I still like it feels weird to say, and I hate it. So I'm wondering if they're going to change it. I wonder if she's going to change it in the show because she's already changed some things. I I kind of hope she does. Me too. Because he's already changed things about Mal that he's a ten times more likable character now. Mm-hmm. So so I've really I really enjoyed the show and I enjoyed the series. The other thing that made me so incredibly angry was the fact that she lost all of her power at the end of the book. And I yes. know this is like a trope that we've taught like that's very talked about on like book talk and, and bookstagram is like powerful women having to sacrifice everything and lose all of their power at the end. And I just, I wanted her to have something. Like, even if it's like Aelin at the end of Kingdom of Ash, where she still had, like, she could do a little bit of magic, but, like, hers made more sense. Like, she literally traveled to, like, a different dimension and did all of this. Like, it makes sense that she, like, like she used so much of her power that was like gifted to her like that makes sense but still at the end she has something Alina had nothing she had nothing Mm -hmm. and she's like and I know she was happy about it because she's like hey I'm done but like she can't even like dance some sunlight across her fingertips like I don't know it just made me mad yeah the 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 epilogue of her and Mal at the orphanage was like kind of depressing not gonna lie I was like oh this is really sad like <laughs> didn't it feel like a end of the lord of the rings when they get to go back home and it's this like wonderful thing yeah. and they're so excited and they've accomplished all of these good things it didn't feel like that it just felt like let's go i'm done like we gave everything and i just don't want to do anything anymore yeah i don't know i just didn't like it I, I did love that Nikolai comes and brings gifts and that he's like a little Santa Claus. Like, that makes me happy. He's so cute. Nikolai was the best part of that series. Wait. I cannot wait to find out who they casted for Nikolai and to watch the chaos ensue. It's just going to be, be an so good. Mess. It's going to be so yeah. good. So that was that. Like, I didn't dislike it. It just, there were just a couple of aspects and I felt like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. When she had to, like, it just, it got dark so fast and it made me so sad. And I don't know. It was just weird. I had a lot of mixed feelings about the end of the book. Yeah. I would agree with like, that. I love Six of Crows. So, dude, Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom are probably in my top five books for the year. Yeah. I um, loved it. 
Anyway. Okay, what's, your, what's your next dislike? Next one. I did not care for A Court of Star or Frost and Starlight. So I read the original trilogy. You have such wonderful character development. Like SJM just does such a good job making you fall in love with these characters. But this was like a step back for almost every single character. Like I feel like Nesta's character takes a step backwards. And I get that it's setting you up for Court of Silver Flames. But I feel like it was unnecessarily antagonistic. And like Reese and Feyre are the worst. And Cassian's obnoxious. And more is annoying and like they're all like it makes all of the characters less likable in that book from my perspective and yeah, i i, I, I like just the whole book was it. unnecessary yeah i under i feel like she could have he so i will add my next dislike my next dislike is a quarter silver flames <laughs> and it's not here's the thing it is not because of the sex okay like it was a little much for me but I know that my threshold is so much lower than a lot of other people's. And that's totally fine. Like, I don't care. You can read whatever smut you want. I really don't care. Um, so it wasn't even that that bothered me. I felt like the first two thirds of the book was pointless. Mm-hmm. Not Pointless is the wrong word. It just took forever to do something that could have happened in a way shorter amount of time. And maybe... Like, and I'm sure people will clap back at me for that. Like, I know that so many people loved it. I just felt like we went from such good storytelling and I was so into the plot and everything in the, in the original trilogy. And then we get here and I'm like, okay, more stairs, more deciding that we hate each other, more miscommunication. Like, just tell them you want to stay with you after you have sex. Like, just be, just be like, stay. We'll be like, you can even say it meanly. I don't care. But just like, I don't know. There was just lots of things where I kept feeling like there was going to be progression and then it went back. And then there was going to be progression and then it went back. But I loved the ending of the book. Another one of giving up power. But I feel like Nesta got something in return and we will figure that out in the future. But I was sobbing in the last 50 pages of the book. Like she yep. had me. I was like skipping Cassian's pages when I'm like, he's taking care of Eris. I'm like, I don't flipping care about Eris right now. I want to find out what's going to happen to them. Like I was, <laughs> I had my like lamplight on. Andrew was mad at me because I refused to go to bed because I needed to finish the book. So I don't, I, I know that the whole book can't feel like that. Like the last two pages, like that would be exhausting for a whole book to feel like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like she didn't need a Court of Frost and Starlight. Like she could have just implemented all of those things into the beginning of a Court of Silver Flames and then cut out. I feel like 200 of those pages were not unnecessary. There was no plot in like the first. Yeah. Here's the thing. It was just, and I think it was mostly disappointing because of how exciting, like even a Court of Thorns and Roses, like the first book, I was, I was into it. Like a the lot happens. Time, there was so much that happened. And this book was, I feel like five times longer and two thirds of what happened in A Court of Thorns and Roses happened in this book. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe I just missed the entire point. I feel like I can, I could adequately explain everything that happened in A Court of Silver Flames in 20 to 30 seconds, probably. Yeah. 
I would need at least twice that to adequately explain what happens in A Court of Thorns and Roses. Even yeah. though A Court of Thorns and Roses is a shorter book because so much of Court of Silver Flames is sex and sexual tension, which and and didn't drive and the plot for me. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And I understand, like, reading everything in the back of the book, I understand that this book was very therapeutic for Sarah J. Moss. I feel bad saying Sarah because she's not – I want to be her friend, but I'm not a friend. Um, I I know that, like, she was going through a lot, and I know she put a lot of herself into Nesta. So I don't want to, like, discredit people healing from trauma and her – and, like, Nesta went through a lot, and we were, like – we were all, oh, like, I don't know. We were, like, okay with Elaine being really sad in the last couple of books because, like, she was going, I, but everybody hates Elaine. I don't hate Elaine. I actually really like her. So, I don't know. It was just, I felt like there was shifts in character development. We all took a step back, and I don't know. I don't feel like I can adequately explain it, explain it. but I loved the last third of the book. I was mm-hmm. freaking out. Like, the right when they got taken, I audibly gasped, and Andrew's like, "Are you okay?" He like also turned over thirty minutes later. I'm sobbing, and he's like, "Why do you read? <laughs> Are you okay?" I'm like, "You don't even understand what's happening." Like, so freaking good. But yes. I just, I think, I think we could have adequately understood Nesta's trauma and Nesta's healing and the her drive and her power, and like she is a super cool character, and. And she took somebody that everybody hated or most people hated and made her in hu- like she humanized her or feicized her or whatever. <laughs> and but I I just think it could have been at like 200 pages shorter. Take out yeah. like two of the 10 page sex scenes and then take out some of the some of the other stuff. I don't know, but people are gonna disagree. And I still again still loved the book. I still yes. liked it. I just disliked certain aspects of it. Yeah. Okay. Next on my list, I'm not going to go into this. We were liars. Even go, though we, go, recorded, we reviewed it, she still wanted it on the I list. I had to. I had to because this was literally my least favorite read of the year. Um, n- nothing about this book was enjoyable to me. I'm just going to say that. Wow. And move on. <laughs> Oh man, that was, I think we got really, I don't know why we picked to be really aggressive about that book, but there we are. We're sticking by that though. (laughs) I I stand Um, by that. I didn't enjoy it. That's all. Um, My next book is Escaping from Houdini by Carrie Maniscalco. Um, This is the third book in the Stalking Jack the Ripper series. I love, I really enjoyed this book, but... But this is the book that I called Chelsea and was livid with the main character, okay? Audrey Rose, my my girl, Audrey, like, oh my gosh, she was so stupid. I called Chelsea and was like, Chelsea, if you were practically engaged to somebody and then they got mad when you didn't tell them you were going to flirt with another man and kiss another man. and But you're like just trying to get information. But no communication occurred. <sighs> would you be like, would that, would your practically fiance be justified in his anger? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what you 
dare look at me and be like, why are you so mad, Thomas? Because you're an idiot. Because you're an idiot. That's why he's so mad. This is just a small taste. small taste of some of the text audio message voicemails (laughs) that i got from taryn while she was reading this book like i'm reading so i'm reading it currently i know pretty much everything that happens because taryn was just so mad (laughs) i just i feel like it was like peak miscommunication trope with terrible consequences and like i still it's still weird. Like, I've thought about it many times, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. But, like, and I was fine with her making mistakes. Like, characters make mistakes. What pissed me off was that she didn't understand why Thomas was mad. And I'm like, you are so stupid. <laughs> anyway, that was- I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the whole series. And we, we reviewed Stalking Jack the Ripper. I really liked, is it Hunt, uh, something Dracula? The third Hunting one's Prince escaping. Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Third one's escaping from Houdini, and the fourth one is capturing the devil. Capturing or the devil. And I really enjoyed them. Like, I think they're a fun, easy series, and I really, really enjoyed them, except for parts of the third book <laughs> and scene. All right, next one. one. Next one on my list, um, A Study in Charlotte by Brittany Cavallero, I think is how you say her name. I did enjoy these books. I I did. I'm still, I'm on the third one right now. Um, They're really fun. It's like a modernized version of um, Sherlock Holmes and Watson, where they're like descendants of them. Um, And they're, they're, relationship is just super complicated and there's like a very weird love thing between so it's um charlotte holmes and jamie watson and they like kind of have a thing for each other but then they just fight all the time and i i just i don't understand their relationship at all and other than that i loved it story's good like there's some fun fun mystery to it but that that relationship was just i i just didn't care i didn't care for it. i didn't find it compelling i i flew through those books because i got them all on audiobook on libby um Mm -hmm. i feel like the ending was very satisfying oh maybe i'll like it at the end then yeah just like you don't have to you don't have to fly through them but I would recommend at least reading the next one. It's going to make you mad. Like there are a lot of things that I'm like, what the heck is happening? But, but I did enjoy them. Yeah, they're good. I- but it is, but their relationship is like. Very messy. Toxic. Like it's, it's not toxic, but it's messy. Yeah. That's a good word. It just feels like there's too many things like not lining up. And they're just like, uh, that's a, okay, um, yeah. Well, most of it is from Jamie's perspective, and I feel like he just, he has, like, this bipolar relationship with Charlotte where he's either, like, idolizing her and obsessed with her, or he's like, I hate Charlotte. She's so mean. I was like, okay, I'm getting, like, emotional whiplash (laughs) reading this Yeah, he was a 17-year-old boy, though. Fair, fair. So... And Charlotte has some trauma, and so that adds a fun twist. But still, it just made it really... Anyway, 
keeping it brief. Let's go. It's not like a it's not a light read. It's a pretty easy no. read, but it's not a light read, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My next one, because Chelsea took some of the ones that I disliked, was The Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas. It's not that I disliked it. I just was really mad that it ruined um it made me hate some of the characters that I loved from the TV show. <laughs> And we've already talked about this. We did an episode on this, but, um, but it was fun. Like it's, it's fun reading. Cause like, it's a tale. We talked about this. It's a tale that's been turned into. So it's been used so many times and tropes from that book are like added into so many different things. And so it's, it was a, it was fun to read a classic, um, novel, but I still, there are parts that I'm like, what is no, no. Again, Stop. you're so stupid. <laughs> Why are people mad at you? Because you're stupid. So, but you guys already know how I feel about that because we talked about it. Okay, what's your last one, Chelsea? Okay, last one. Um, and I do feel like I need to put a caveat on this. I loved this series, but the Truly Devious trilogy, and then there's a fourth book as well with an unrelated mystery. Mystery was so well written. I loved most of the characters. Like, it it was a very well written mystery. I enjoyed the main character um again this is one where I, d- I didn't love the love story I felt like I felt like I don't understand why she liked him so much and he was so mean to her and then at the end they like get together but I still feel like there was there was not a satisfactory redemption arc for some of the like really crap like the crap that he puts her through and I, I she makes mistakes too like I'm not saying it's all his fault but I feel like some of her mistakes are understandable where I'm like, you're being dumb, but I see where you're coming from. And he just like blows things out of proportion. I'm like, dude, you need to take a chill pill. Like, I get that you hate your dad and she like took something from your dad, but like your reaction like vastly blew things out of proportion. And then, and then they just like get together randomly, and it was very unsatisfying to me. That's all. Yeah, that I do have truly devious on my on my shelf. I've had it there for a while. So. It's really good. I, I do want to say like good things. I really enjoyed those that series. Like I I flew through them pretty fast, but the the love story was unsatisfactory to me. Okay. Um, my final one. Chelsea and I have talked about this many times together. Ooh, guys. I finally read the Cruel Prince trilogy. I have so many feelings, my friends. We're going to have so to do an feelings. episode on we it. We are going to have to do an episode, but a couple of pointers. Uh, or a couple of main points. I still don't know why we are all in love with Cardin. <laughs> Am I the stupid one in this situation? Because I feel like they don't have any emotional chemistry. It is all physical. They don't trust each other. He doesn't like anything about her other than her viciousness, which I feel like is a waving, like, Les Miserables-sized red flag. I don't know. There's (laughs) There's just a lot of things... I did enjoy it. I really liked Jude as a character. 
I thought that she was a bad A, and I thought that most of her decisions were actually pretty understandable. Not understandable, but, like, it made sense with her character. So, I don't know. Um, I didn't hate it. I just have questions. So, we will have to do a Cruel Prince episode, or, like, we'll just have to review the whole series. Um, Yeah, I just... I just, I just don't get the hype as much. I don't know. Yeah, that that was my biggest thing. Is I'm like, I love Jude, um, but I, I am in the same boat where I'm like, I, I don't, I don't get this love for Carden. I feel like he didn't even really do anything. He did in nothing other than series. be mean, and then all of a sudden be jealous of anybody Jude talked to. I was like, why would you deserve her? And I understand again, we're going back to all the trauma that these freaking characters have. I understand that he has never been taught how to be kind, but I feel like he doesn't learn to be kind by the end of the book. Like, and I, I, what I wanted, this is what I texted Chelsea. What I really wanted was like an epilogue five years later, which is nothing in Faye time, but like, just give me a glimpse into the future of Cardin maybe doing something nice and Jude having the thought of like, oh my gosh, he's learning. And having just like a sweet moment between them. I feel like we had negative sweet moments between them. It was all just aggressive all the time. Yes. Those yep. are my feelings. Take them or leave them. I know a lot of okay. my students disagree with me. I I 100% agree with you. Okay. 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 Okay, Chelsea, start us off. One of your okay. favorites. Um, I read the book My Story by Elizabeth Smart. It is completely true. It's her story of, um, if you don't know who Elizabeth Smart is, she was kidnapped and held in captivity for eight mo- nine nine, months? Nine months? Eight or nine months. For a long time. Um, and she just goes through and tells the story of what happened to her while she was being held captive. I think she did a phenomenal job of being very open and honest about what happened without being graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a very heavy read. She's definitely, like, she's not a writer. Um, no. So it, it's not, like, the best, like, writing. But there's the a lot story- of, rep- lots of repetition. There's lots of, like, it's it's... I almost thought of it as if, like, 15-year-old her was going to tell the story, this is what it would sound like. Yeah, so yeah. That's kind of and there's how just I some took it. crazy, crazy stuff that happens to her. Very, very heavy. Um, but I, I cruised through it. I loved that book. So if you're looking for, like, a nonfiction book, um, I would I would recommend it. I thought it was enlightening. Yeah, but just trigger warnings, like, she was kidnapped by a crazy man. Like, you can kind of imagine things are going to happen. So, yeah, it's not a required read. Like, if you would like to learn about her and how she's doing now and and all that stuff, like, it's good. But if... It's got all the trigger warnings. But it's, yeah, it's it's really, it was hard to read. Um... Okay, one of my most liked, I just put the whole Lunar Chronicles. I know we reviewed Cinder, but I really enjoyed the series and I had so much fun reading it. I think Marissa Myers is an awesome author. She just, she made it so fun. And there, and like, there were parts that were surprising to me. There were parts that I was like, oh my gosh, I loved how she tied in. She did such a good job of tying in the original fairy tale, but making it feel new. 
And so it was super cool. I loved the I I really enjoyed the series. Okay. Um next one for me is Friends and Foes by Sarah Eden. Um this is the f- first-ish well, kind of first book for the um John Quill brothers. We reviewed Seeking Persephone, which is the first book in the Lancaster sister Lancaster family. Um they're in the same world and, and they connect in the end. This is this is basically um enemies to lovers regency romance. Yes. And like in and Scarlet Pimpernel, like it's one of my favorites of Sarah Eden's books. It's so good. And like Philip in his chapters, like thinks of the love interest as General Sorrel. It's very cute. Yeah. Um they have highly recommend. War. They've declared Super war fun. on each other. This, it's very this fun. This was Chelsea's um, Sarah Eden year, and I've that's probably my proudest moment of the entire year is getting her to read. I've read books. basically all of them. Yep. I just have Charming Artemis left. Um, my next one is another fairy tale retelling. Um, I reread The Goose Girl by Shannon Hale, and Shannon Hale is amazing, and I love her books, and I loved reading them when I was younger, and I listened to The Goose Girl again just this summer. I wanted a fun book. And I forgot how much I really, really enjoyed it. That was one of, that's a book from my childhood that I very distinctly remember. And so I really, I really enjoyed that one. I can't wait for yeah. my kids to read them. I don't think I've read that since like junior high. I should read that. Yeah. Um, next for me is a book called As You Wish, The Inconceivable Tales of the Making of the Princess Bride by Carrie Ellis. Um, he plays Wesley, the man in black in Mm -hmm. the princess bride movie and it's just random stories of like how he got cast and from behind the scenes moments and i i love the princess bride it's the first movie that my parents saw like their first date was to go see that movie in theaters so we grew up watching a princess bride quoting a princess bride and Carrie Ellis is just so charismatic. He also, I listened to the audiobook and he reads the audiobook. Yes. And then he gets him. he gets other character, like um, other actors from the movie and actresses to come do random voice bits of their thoughts on scenes. So you get like random cameos of other it's very fun. That's so fun. So I cruised through that. It was just a good solid family book. <laughs> That's so fun. Um, my next one was The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. I know that we reviewed this one, mm-hmm. but I, it's another fairy tale one. I think it was my <clears throat> year of fairy tales, <laughs> but, um, I just, I don't know why that, I loved that book so much, but it was well-written. I loved the, di- like the Russian fairy tales. Like, oh, I just, I thought it was so fun and I need to, I am. I get the, I think like tomorrow or this weekend, I get the second book on audiobook and I just need to like, I just need to start it. But yeah. I loved The Bear and the Nightingale. If you haven't read it, go read it and then listen to our, I think it's episode three. Yeah, it was four. one of the first ones we ever did. Yeah. Okay. Next for me, this is another one with a lot of trigger warnings. Um, it's called Know My Name by Chanel Miller. Um, I'm not sure if anyone remembers the Brock Turner trial that was about five to seven years ago. I can't remember exactly when. Um, who, he was a swimmer at Stanford and went to trial for raping a, a woman at a party. And this is her story. Um, 
a memoir that she wrote about her experience, not with the rape. Like it, it starts post-rape. It's her experience with the um, justice system, basically. And so it starts with like her waking up in the hospital and how she was treated and like the trauma that was caused after the rape by the justice system. It's crazy, crazy. It's pretty long. Um, she was, I think, an English major in college. So she writes very beautifully. Um, but it is very, very, very heavy. So this is another one with a lot of trigger warnings. Uh, I read this one for a book club and we had a phenomenal discussion about it. But it definitely changed... A lot of my perspectives on how I view the justice system in relation to sexual assault victims. So, yeah, that that's a crazy one. A lot of trigger warnings, again. I feel like I can't say that enough, but it was, it was beautifully written. Highly recommend if you have the emotional capacity to read it. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, I would like to point out that three of your top books are nonfiction books. I know. Well, I, I don't read nonfiction very often, so I'm very picky about the ones that I read. Um, and so I, I only read the ones that I feel like are going to mean something to me. And I did pretty good this year. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm, I wasn't being serious. Like I'm genuinely impressed that three of them are, are, are nonfiction, especially with how many times we say. Like, oh, we don't do nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, I I think all I think all of the nonfiction books I've read this year were in in some of my top favorite spots, to be honest. Awesome. I uh, need to read more. I actually just had a friend recommend a few to us, so so I'm excited to share those with you. Okay, one of the other series that I liked this year, I so I finished the Throne of Glass series this year, and we've talked about it so much, so I don't need to go into mm-hmm. detail. But um, since some of the books were in 2021, I just put the whole series. Um, I know we've talked about Sarah J. Moss a lot, but I just I really enjoyed the Throne of Glass series, and I know not it's not everybody's favorite, but it was fun, and it was one of the things that got me back into reading, especially this year. So, um. We started it, Chelsea and I started it last year together and it was, it was just, seriously, it was like the catalyst to me being so like, oh good. my gosh, that was so good. I, I want more. And then just picking up reading again. I feel like that series is one of the first series that I've read <clears throat> in a long time where there was just a shocking plot twist that I did not see there coming. There were 15 of them. There were so many of them. I feel like every other chapter I was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. We have two more books. Okay. We'll probably do an episode on this one, but Carval by Stephanie Garber was up there for me. I thought it was so well written, like made me question my sanity at points where I'm like, I have no idea what's real and what's not. Like it it was just a really fun read. It was a mm-hmm. unique read too. I feel like it was unlike any other book I'd read in a long time. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah, we're we're definitely recording an episode on that one. Um, and then, yeah, I, I read that book on the beach in Mexico, so I loved it. <laughs> okay, the last one that I put was, I just put Agatha Christie. I, I read, I think, four or five Agatha Christie novels this year, and I just love a good short mystery. I feel like it's really impressive. I think we talked about this when we did And Then There Were None, which is still, to this day, our most listened to episode. I don't know how that happened. I don't know don't if you know guys why. are just picking, like, 
the third one and just listening to that. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's really it really shows a lot about an author if they can tell a story in 300 pages and get you into it. Invested. And invested and like page one, she's just I just really like them. And they're they're clean and like they're not graphic and I don't know. They're just fun reads for me. And I like a good mystery. I like to think of myself as um a detective occasionally. I'm really not. <laughs> but I too am a detective. <laughs> pretend that I can notice things. So that was my last one. Um okay. Our last five really quick. These are our five favorite books that we five of our favorite things that we review. First one, go, Chelsea. Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. You already know we love it. Crooked Kingdom. Yeah. Love that. We loved it. So fun. I want more. Um, The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. I think I recommend this to somebody every single day. I love John Green. You know that I love John Green. Also plug, go listen to the Dear Hank and John episode with Ryan Reynolds on it. Don't ask me how it happened, but it happened. Go listen to it. It's amazing. Okay, next. Um, House in the Cerulean Sea. I think Am- Anthropocene Reviewed and House in the Cerulean Sea Tide is like my favorite reads of the year. Yeah. Um, like They're just <laughs> so good. I plan on reading Under the Whispering Door. Haven't gone to it yet, but. My mom just bought it and is going to give it to me when she's done. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's such a Very good story. Exciting. Highly recommend. I, yeah, I recommend that one seriously to so many people. I loved The House in the Cerulean Sea. A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik. You know that we loved it. Like, it was super so fun. Good. And Chelsea just said that the third book was announced, the title. <clears throat> yeah, it's called um, The Golden Enclaves. So, saw that on Goodreads because I was wasting time on Goodreads yesterday. <laughs> good job. And our final favorite review of the year, Twilight by Twilight. Stephanie what's not to love about garbage riding with vampires i insta love toxic relationships my favorite least favorite trope so beautiful good that was probably one of my favorite episodes to record we just it was so fun so it was an entertaining read yeah okay my friends our friends thanks for being here we Really, before we know it, we're going to be coming up on our one-year anniversary of our first episode, which sounds insane. But we're so grateful for the few of you guys that are here and for those of you who have shared. Um, We just, we're having a good time doing this and we're grateful for all of your support. Um, Yeah, it's just been fun. If you have any books that you would like to request or recommend that we read in the next year, uh, let us know. Yeah, we are going to be meeting and planning out the next few months after the weekend. So if you, I did just get, I got 12 books from people for us to read the one a month. So whether we review it or not, doesn't mean that we don't like the book that you guys picked, but we can't like, we only review two books a month. So it's hard to get in everything. Um, Chelsea, what should they eat this week? Uh, everyone should get some sparkling cider for New Year's. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) twinsies yes eat lots of finger foods i love finger foods at parties drink a whole bottle of sparkling cider do it yourself i dare you because it's only 24 ounces ignore the calories i get a 32 ounce dr pepper like it's not that much worse so hold it drink it from the bottle 
have a good time, or you can put it in a fancy glass, whatever you want, but just enjoy yourself. We made it through another year, guys. We did it. Killing it. You woke up and got out of bed at least like 300 of those days. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good. Y'all are impressive. Uh, Anyway, happy new year, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. We will see you again on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.